Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Milan Topolovic. How are you, Milan? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. No problem, my friend. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to find out more about what you do. And I know you serve a lot of people and, and looking forward to hearing about all the details. I'll kind of allow you to kind of introduce yourself, where you're calling in from, what do you do? Okay. I'm from Ottawa. Um, my business clients are either in Ontario or Quebec mostly. Um, I have two companies, well, another one, but two primarily. One is a consulting firm, Interorbis Inc., uh, and the other one is a financial services firm, TK Financial, Focus on business owners and professionals. Um, we have many, many business owners, all walks of life, restaurateurs, construction, high-tech, uh, own hotels, you name it. We have a broad range of of clients and then dentists, lawyers, accountants. Uh, that's what we serve. We serve that group of people. And what do you, what do you do? So exactly? What I do yeah. in an orb within an orb is think of it this way. It's similar to me uh, giving you a bunch of puzzle pieces and say, put it together. That's like owning a business. Well, what do I need to do? But mm -hmm. better way is for us to sit together for me to look at your world through your eyes and say, let's create a picture. And then I give you the puzzle pieces. What are the puzzle pieces? Legal, accounting, insurance, banking, estate planning, business planning. So that's what Inner Orbis does. I don't need to do it all. I just need to know where to get it. So mm -hmm. my, my role with a, with a typical client is identifying things that may have been missed or things that can be approved upon. And that's a fee for service. Uh, it's an offering. So it's not related. The other part is insurance planning. Uh, insurance planning, rather than insurance selling, is for business owners and professionals. Often we're dealing with eliminating tax on death. Um, we're not into the scheme in weems. So what I mean by that, these far, you know, far-fetched structures that CRA is going to come back on. It's it's common sense planning. Um, often business owners, that's the last thing they look at including their wills. But they get busy, I'm building a business. Um, they don't think about, wait a minute, what happens if the wheels fall off? Um, so often in the financial world, we're fixing problems. Um, problems in a sense where improper structures, uh, insurance doesn't fit. The, the person that sold the insurance never looked at the shareholder agreement and then bound them together. So it's kind of an integrated service, but the clients can hire us on the financial side or they're selling their business. We recently had two where we helped the client. They were going to close in October. They closed actually in January because there were things that were missed. Um, and now I'm certain that the client, um, she is, well, basically she, all the things that need to be taken care of. So my advantage as one of the uh, top lawyers and accountant as well in town says, you know, you know all the aspects of planning that a business owner needs to do. And if you don't, you know who to bring in. So my biggest passion for me, my why, is because when I started, I had no help. I had mm. my advisors were subpar. They weren't there sitting in the same room. So our our inner orbis is, let's bring us all in the same room. Your lawyer's there, your accountant's there, you're there. And that's how the inner orbis work gets, 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 gets limited. 
So these are like you outsource some of this work or they're in, in okay, okay. So you're like a consulting firm looking out for the business owner in all angles. What you need to get done, you get done, even if you have to pull it from outside. Well, primarily we look at their advisors and we'll ask him, you know, is your accountant, did, did they understand tax? Or are they more of a bookkeeper? And everybody has a purpose. Yeah. However, where, where the problems run in when a, let's say a bookkeeper wants to become a tax advisor. That just doesn't go. So our idea is you're happy with your accountant. Your accountant is more than qualified, but you may want a lawyer. Then we'll say, what kind of a lawyer are you looking for? We have, we have top lawyers, but often it becomes to personality because personality goes a long way. I can bring you the most advanced lawyer in the world, but if he's going to rub the client the wrong way or she's going to rub the client, it's a problem. Mm. So what I do is it's almost like matchmaking. And then often I get asked to run the process. We did our reorganization, U.S. franchise, Canada franchise, reorging Canada, four meetings, four, where the clients would turn to me and say, okay, Milan, what's next? So I would turn to the other advisors. I say, can you have this in two weeks? Yes, we can. So, in effect, the client saves money, even though he's paying me or she's paying me a consulting fee, they save money. Um, and I'm very much into let's get things done. So it's and not plus, like, okay. Less headache too, right? Like they're paying you for our service, but there's, there's less headache as well on their part. You're managing yeah, everything. They don't have to call the accountant. They don't have to yeah. call the lawyer. They don't have to call the banker. So recently we went through a buyout, two shareholders, and I brought the two lawyers in. The lawyers basically worked for the client, but often I was in the middle, keeping peace, making sure things are being done. We got BDC, we got the bank involved, and it went well because in these transactions, things can go wrong miscommunication, mm -hmm. it's like anything else. And the same goes with business owners. We get together, we start a business, we don't think about a shareholder agreement. When things are great, nothing goes wrong. When so for a, small, <laughs> for a small business owner, what could go wrong? Can you have, do you have some uh, typical examples that business owners should be looking out for? Yeah, things that could go wrong is a dispute. Uh, who, who handles the money? How's that handled? Um, balances a check dispute between what are your roles? What are my roles and what happens? Um, things that really go wrong is when somebody gets sick or dies, you don't want the other person's spouse coming becoming your partner. I've seen situations where that's happened oh, yeah. where the agreement wasn't in place and the business blew up. Why? Cause his spouse, she decided that she wanted to now sit in his chair, had no idea about business. So this is what we, we, we work on avoiding. The other part that we avoid is, is with wills. 50% of Canadians don't have wills. We've had situations where a person got sick. Uh, they caught a virus, lost their short-term memory, and hence the company's being sold now. Now, the planning, we were in the process of planning, but we couldn't get to the, to the last part because of the stubbornness of the owner. So... I'm also trained in family business advising. So this is probably the toughest. You get into situations where there's two kids in the business, the son thinks that he should run it where the owner, the father says, well, no, no, she's better suited for that. He's better suited for this. So interfamily relationships are really 
hard because there's, you know, it draws at your strings and you, you don't want you. My objective is keep the family together. Mm-hmm. Let's not create a war. Let's keep everybody communicating. Things go wrong with lack of communication in my experience. So it's like a personal level of guidance and also professional level. Like you're like, because when we met, I just, I click with you, you know, Milan, like I just, I felt comfortable. I felt like I could talk to you. Right. And you made that happen. It's your energy is what you do. And that's why I wanted to interview because I, I want that for people. I want that kind of service because I don't want anyone to struggle. Right. So if they can find any kind of opportunity where it can make their life easier you know we should bring that message out and that's why i'm asking these kind of questions is that how what kind of you know value we can provide the audience somehow like there there's must be so much information locked up in you right now that could help like is there any other kind of pointers that you can give um you know a small business owner well here's an example i wrote a book called beyond the tipping point Mm-hmm. I'm writing a second one, which is going to be out of this world because I'm interviewing leaders Good. in various communities. So this first book, I wrote a book, it's called Beyond the Tipping Point. So what it is, it talks about my process. I wrote an article for Canadian Money Saver magazine. I write articles as well. And what it was is how to set up your own family office. Family office. People say, I got to be super rich. So therefore, I'm not doing any planning until I'm super rich. So this book gives you a roadmap. Using your personal advisors, you can create a a team that meets with you together. Mm -hmm. Small business owner. When was the last time you had your accountant and lawyer, banker, or insurance advisor, investment advisor in the same room at the same table? It doesn't happen that often. Maybe 1%, maybe, because I ask that question all the time. Yeah. And they say, well, no, we haven't. So the, as a small business owner, things that you want to look at is the business is dependent on you. So if you have a shareholder, do a shareholder agreement, especially when things are going right. Um, personally, I've had situations where we've had to split up the part, shareholder, the, the corporations. It's not fun. And having a shareholder agreement definitely makes it easier. But even with that, it's challenging. So my idea is if you're a, a sole proprietor, like a, you, you own a corporation, but you're the sole owner of it. Mm-hmm. Well, things that you want to look at, your wills, power of attorney, which means, okay, I get hit by a bus. Who the heck makes decisions? Who can write checks for the business? Yeah. So people don't think about it. The other part I look at from a risk point is, okay, so you get disabled. Is the business going to be able to provide you an income? If not, get proper executive disability so it's not the stuff off the shelf. Create a program for yourself. If you're disabled, if you have a heart attack or stroke, I had one at 51. cost me about $600,000 of revenue. Even though I had a team, I had a company, because it's people go, well, okay, you have a heart attack, you're back to work in three weeks. Yeah, you may be, but you're not at the same pace. So critical illness for a business owner is a must. Life mm-hmm. insurance, um, quite frankly, you're not going to be around to talk about it. So if you didn't protect your family, if you don't have anybody to love, don't buy insurance. Quite mm-hmm. simply, don't, because it's a waste of your money. But if you have kids, you have a spouse, you have a mortgage, you have loans. You want to keep it all orderly. That's why when we meet a client, 
we do these TK insurance audit. It's an audit, it's a process where we audit all your insurance. It's a fee for service. We save one one individual 150,000 a year in premium. Oh. In addition, in addition to that, we brought their tax accountant from the tax firm that introduced me from the accounting firm. I brought their own accountant in, tax specialist. Then I brought their planning group in. So you develop these relationships. It's not simply selling a product. Yeah. So, oh, so sure. especially during, during COVID, I've arranged, I've given, I've gotten my clients business, building offices, legal, you name it. Because so yeah, I'm, I always connect people. you. Yeah, and you always go the extra mile with your clients, right? That's yeah, that's always. so important. Yeah, because since we met, you've been so I, I've been I've been hearing from you. You sent me an email. You sent me a man. Like you know those kind of things. Like to me, they're very valuable because it shows that you care. Like there's nothing else out of it. It's just that you you care. Like when I had that event, you 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 put it on. You share on. Like yeah. who does that? Like those are things that. You could tell when when there's uh, other motives or anything, and you can also tell when it's natural. Um, and you know, you definitely follow follow as, at least one of the laws that are there. You know, what yeah. you put out, you get back, and that's what you do, right? By doing those little things, you you know, you made me feel really good, right? Even though get business, not get business, doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's the fact that you do go the extra mile, right? And that's so important nowadays, especially any kind of service, right? It's going that extra mile. Yeah. It's an excellent point. I talk to my friends that own accounting firms and legal firms, and the people that I work with are the same. They go the extra mile. Yes. So it isn't any more good enough, okay, I'm doing your accounting. I have a friend that has a business. His accountant in 20 years, I've never referred him to a client. And I'm going, are you insane? The people I work with, and that's, for me, it's natural. I don't work, I don't work at it. It just happens. So you say to me, Milan, I need something. Oh, wait a minute. Boom, boom, boom. Put you together. A connector too. <laughs> yeah. I, I was at one point, one of the guys that runs the OBJ said, Ottawa Business Journal, uh, Michael, uh, he said, he's the most connected guy in the Ottawa. I'm not, but I'm working at it. Yes, I have tons of contacts, but to me, is you want to buy a car. Last several years, like last year, I think, or the year before, Mercedes dealer, I think they got seven cars because of my relationship. Yeah. So I've gotten people into surgeries. So the idea is I'm not bragging. Listen, it's just natural. It's not a, it's not a work for me. It's a giving. So if you said, yeah. And that's, and, and that's, again, that's part of, yeah, the, the business allows me to know people. I have over 700 clients. That's so awesome. it's not like I'm short of clients. So you yeah. tell me you work what in you a, need. You, you work in a U.S. tour or just Canada? Canada. Canada only. I do have clients that are both on the side of the borders, and I have a partner in the, in so the if States somebody, that can do insurance. If somebody contacts so you from I, the States, prefer, they could work? Uh, yeah, they could, but it's not my forte, quite frankly. Mm. But now if you have a Canadian resident that also works in the States, uh, my contacts, uh, I have a, a gentleman here that's written a book on trusts and estate planning. Um, and so let's say it's complex tax. His name is Ian Pryor, Pryor Tax. He worked for Michael Kadeski in Toronto. So Ian went across the country pre-COVID to to a group called STEP, Society of State Planners, which I am. I'm a trust and estate practitioner. It's typically lawyers and accountants. 
all across the country talking about trusts. Before the, before the thing started, the Ian is a, is a client, and he says, Milan, this is really intense. I said, man, I just know, I just want to know the big picture and then bring you in. So to me is, is tell me what you need. Let me bring you in the person because I don't need to know everything. I really don't. It's impossible to know everything. Yeah, so it's when impossible. I go, I go to seminars, typically they're in Toronto for steps. I, every May, I go to a seminar. There's 700 lawyers and I count half the time my head is spinning. But mm. I, you know, I'm sitting beside a lawyer and I say, listen, do you get this? He goes, don't worry, I'm a lawyer. I don't get it either. Because <laughs> it's intense. It's intense. Mm. So the key factor is, what do you need? Mm. What, what is a, and so the advantage I have, I know what a business owner or professional needs, all aspects of it. Being able to identify, bring the right people to the table and make the thing happen is what juices me. That's my why. That's amazing. And is there any other like um, recommendations, you know, you can give someone who's maybe a nine to five employee looking to branch out? Because that's what our purpose of this show is trying to get people yeah. out of the nine to five, get them into business. Anything that yes. you can recommend to someone thinking of doing yes. that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'll tell you why, because I started I played professional football. Then I went into insurance business and I knew nothing about insurance and I knew nothing about tax and I had to educate myself. So as I've given talks at high schools and, and, and different venues, here's what you, if you're going to go into a business, leave your employer, first of all, make sure you secure a line of credit while you're an employee. Because when you're self-employed, it's a lot tougher. Yeah, so secure true. the line That's of credit. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have a business plan. Work with somebody that doesn't just pump out a business plan that can give you the nuances. Have a vision as to what you want to do, where you want to go. And if you're going to bring on partners, I, I urge you to stop and think about it. Because bringing in the wrong person is very, 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 very expensive. So, Andy, typically what ends up being you and I know each other. Hey, let's open up a business. We get along. We're, everything's cool. And then four or five years later, you find out the person's taking money from your pocket. You didn't even know it. So it the happens. idea happens. Uh, and also get the best advice you can. Uh, awesome. So you go, you go into the business and people say, well, I'll incorporate it over the, over the net. I'll go on Google and I'll, I'll get incorporation paper. Biggest mistake in your life. Now, get proper advisors. We recently worked with a client. Um, her advisor told her not to set up a family trust. There was an operating company, family trust, and we typically recommend a holding company. It's a structure. Every lawyer, accountant that works with us, they know this. But this accountant says, ah, don't bother, don't bother. Well, this individual is now paying $300,000 of extra tax that he didn't need to because had this been done. And so the idea is work with progressive people that, that are your, your advisors that are beyond, let me do your tax return. Let me do your insurance only, but forget about your shareholders agreement mm. because all these things fit in. It sounds complex, but it's not. No. If you have, and all these players, and my book, I talk about this, all the advisors have to be team players. Eagles don't go well with me. I've had situations where I've had a lawyer and accountant going in to see a client in a boardroom, and before they go in, I tell them to put the Eagles aside. Yeah. 
because it's the client they were serving and it's mm-hmm. really serving. Um, so my relationships go beyond that. You know, even every morning I get up, I look at if it's you're my client, I know it's your birthday. You're going to get a personalized email or a phone call that day for me. Definitely an email, 5 a.m. So awesome. I'll, at first people thought it was uh, automated. You know, you didn't have, it was just automatic. And then I said, well, well, it's snowing out. It's freezing like hell. I, I, you know, good morning from Cumberland. So, and, and it helps me because it makes me think of my client. Because mm-hmm. it's keep not, it, it, you keep them and keeps it. And, and so much other pure business comes out of it because you go, oh man, we were going to do this, but COVID got in the way and we forgot. So the idea is uh, look for advisors that are more than simply advisors. That's look um, for advisors that are, that are that are going saying, listen, how can I help you? Yes. That's the same thing with me. Like I'm thinking, but I see a lot of people and I talk to them. When I go in there, I'm the only thing I'm looking at is, is what I could do for them. How can I change their life? How can I impact their life? Even when I'm doing this podcast, the whole purpose was it for the audience. How can I impact change? Right. So it's always value, always giving, you know, because when you yeah. do that, you get goodness back because you get their good. You actually get good clients because you don't want, you don't want like a bad client. Like you don't want, you know, no, I, no. I had to, I had to fire people like a fire clients before. So, but you also get the good people from that as well because you're giving, they see, you know, that you mean well, because you can't hide vibrations. You can't hide what you're feeling inside right now and the subconscious side. You can't hide that. I'm here, but you're here. I can't hide it. You can't. It's impossible actually as a human being. So what your words say is one thing, but what your vibrations are communicating in between us is totally different. So the good news is people can see it. They read through this stuff like day and night, you know? Well, for me, the challenge is when I meet somebody is to listen. Mm-hmm. All of us, it's a challenge to Always. listen because mm-hmm. when I'm listening, I'm already moving forward yes. and say, who can I introduce this person? So it's I have to slow myself down and say, just relax, relax. Yeah. And then you have like, I would just finish a meeting with somebody and, they need something. I'm on my email, boom, 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 boom. Or, or if it's more complex, I'll go to the first meeting. My book talks about this. So yeah. rather, and there's no charge. So, so rather than say, okay, go see Joe down the street. He does this. Now, if it's simply a construction or so, you know, my, my buddy owns a, a, a company that does uh, renovations, high-end renovations. Like I'm talking, they got a showroom with 18 mm-hmm. showers mm-hmm. in and all that. Well, typically that's easy enough. So a client says, do you, you know these guys that asked for? Yeah, that's my best friend, Nick. Boom, boom, connect them together. Other times, especially when it's more other things. So they'll say, we need a lawyer. Then I'll say, what kind of a lawyer are you looking for? I know it's a corporate lawyer. What kind of a personality? Then we'll, when COVID is open, I'll go to lunch with them and see if there's a fit. Because there has to be a fit. It's yeah, like of course. About yeah, fire. it has to be a fit. You can't just take you can't just take people on because just because of business because you just kind of fall in a trap, right? You got to be make sure that it's a good fit. We just went to it through this week where I was gonna I'm gonna I was involved with somebody and one of the people I knew. Well, the guy that owns the business he wasn't on the pod on the on the video call, and things were going sideways. I just wrote him an all email, boom, 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 politely. This is not going to work for me because if you're starting to dictate to me now how I'm going to work for you 
and I know that this works. Well, the owner called back and apologized. He said, we want to work with you. I've got him in touch with an accountant. I got him in touch with a banker already. Yeah, that's good. They, they have a legal advisor already. So I said, is he a corporate lawyer? Yes, at this firm. Well, I know the firm. So I said, we're all going to get together in the same meeting, sit at the table. What do you want to accomplish? It's like one of the guys, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. He says, mm -hmm. he says, Milan, this is my life. I'm having a baby. I just found out in two weeks. I put all my money in this business and we went bought a machine in Germany. This is what we're doing. So to me, it's a responsibility course, as an yeah. advisor. It's a moral responsibility. Mm, moral Never mind professional of course. to say, how can, how can I help you? Yeah. So I, what, so what I do is, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, and I think that your, your business, your people, especially because when you start off, you, you go, well, okay, I, I'm going to, I don't want to hire an accountant. I don't want, they're going to save you money. They're going to save yeah. you money. Mm -hmm. But at first, cause you're, you're pinching pennies and you're going, well, I can do this on my own. It's easy to write my own will. It's easy to do my own shareholders agreement. I've had people even establish say, can you give me a copy of the shareholders agreement? We'll just change the names. And you go, no, you're not going to do that. It doesn't work mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. So uh, is there, we always like to ask our guests, what do you feel your superpower is that got you to this point? Your inner, what, your inner superpower, what do you feel that got you to this point? A determination. Nice. Determination not to quit because when you're in business, uh, one thing for your clients that are going into business and the, those of us that are in the business, we know it's never a hockey stick. You're not going like this up and down up and down and you drop to your knees and if you're spiritual i am you pray and you go god yes i don't like where am i with this where's this going and so the determination to to win and there are days you, you as successful as you are you wake up and you feel like as low as a as a snail and you go okay i gotta get my head in place so my thing is it's always been the Good. drive and being an, being an immigrant who lost his parents two years into Canada while I was here, when I arrived, yeah. they were killed in an accident, having to move to a new city um, and so forth. It's sports was my savior. So yeah. in sports, as you know, if you're not determined, you're going nowhere. Oh, nowhere. It's, yeah. It's not, it, yeah. So to me is whether it was football, whether it was basketball, soccer, track, wrestling, whatever I did, gave it a hundred percent. And, uh, my advice to people, get mentors, please. Mm. So what I'll tell you, people that are young, I mentor young guys and girls, okay? So what happens is it's a passion for me. So yeah. what happens is people people go, well, you know, I can't find a mentor. There's so many qualified so many. people that are willing to be mentors. The biggest compliment you can get is somebody saying, can you mentor me? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So even the, even a guy delivering pizza to my door, he's, a, he's from Russia. He played junior hockey. Of course, hockey went, this is it. He's at Algonquin College. And he says, here's my marks, A plus, A, A minus, A, A, A. He says, second semester is this. I said, okay, when you graduate, call me. 
he is delivering pizza and we struck up a conversation and, awesome. and and he's he's telling me he's moving into his own place that he's living with his great. parents so how can you help tell me what you need amazing amazing Milan. that's amazing i'm so happy and honored that you came on the show to share all this information and especially to share that you know there's there's options available out there that you don't have to feel scared or worried or, or intimidated that oh they're gonna just pop a bill at me you know you're easy to get contact um your show notes will have all your information they can strike up a conversation they can connect sure. with you ask questions you know your open book you're you're you definitely you know seem like an open book type of person and and you know i'm glad that you came on the show to provide that kind of value to people now, always and i'm open it's and it's not going to be billable call me you want to spend Perfect. 15 20 minutes in yeah. chat i'll help you out yeah, you that's never know great. what comes from it. Yeah, that's great. No, thank you again so much. And I wish you the you know a great day, a great week, and uh stay in touch. 